We are trailblazers. We are scientists. We are diplomats. We are warriors. We are protectors. We are healers. We are pioneers. We are explorers. We are family. And we are the crew of the USS Arabella, boldly going where no one has gone before. Hi, and welcome to the Trex and Sci-Fi Microcast, The Ready Room. I'm Jen. I play Commander Savril, First Officer and Chief Science Officer of the USS Arabella. And this is Kenny. I play Captain Nathan Quinn, half Lalorian, half Betazoid. Today's we have a special ready room. It's a Skype call with uh, some of our RPG players, and we want to discuss Season 6 as well as discuss topics for our next season. So we're going to start with introductions. So uh, why don't you start, Chris? Okay, I'm Chris, just X on the forums. I play Eric James, uh, newly promoted lieutenant commander who's half Elorian, half Nacine. I also play his daughter, Aria James, who is also part Vulcan. I play a hologram named Rory, and I think that's about it. Okay, how about uh, Jen? Hi, this is Jen. I play Commander Savril, um, the first officer of the uh, USS Arabella, and I have several other um, characters um but my main my other main is uh, lieutenant ryla dret who is the assistant chief medical officer Alrighty, king winkster hi i'm king winkster and i play rava ronan uh second petty officer class of operations cool eric my name is eric on the forum uh, i'm called ray 1701 and I joined the forum, I guess, almost, uh, what, five or six months ago? Something like that. Anyway, my character on the forum, RPG, is uh, Katan. Yes. Cool. Rick? Uh, my name's Rick, and uh, I play Counselor Margon, and I'm a bullion, and I have a great time talking with the crew and helping them through different situations. And uh, my major right now is in holotherapy, so that's kind of fun. I also play... Um, a bartender called Jadan, who is a civilian uh, aboard the new ship, and uh, that's what I do. Have- cool. Thanks. Uh, meds. My name's Meds. I'm Hawkeye Meds on the forum. Uh, I have a character called Lieutenant Joseph De- Carlin. Uh, he's just been promoted to Chief of Security. A wise decision by the ca- uh, the captain now, <laughs> I think. Uh, and he's <laughs> human from Brisbane in Australia. And I also have an NPC character called Ensign Kane, who's a nurse. That's right. And I'm Kenny, uh, Star Trek Fanatic 5 on the forums. I play Captain Nathan Quinn, and I also have a second character, Nicholas Took, uh, along with many NPCs. So thank you all for joining us. Uh, we want to first discuss how, how you came about your character. Are they like you in real life, or are they totally opposite of you? Do they have elements, do you, you know, do you guys share uh, elements with your characters? Or are they just totally a figment of your imagination? and Or someone you want to be? Maybe someone, you know... So anyways, let's start with Chris. Okay, let's see. My Eric is nothing like me, I don't think. Uh, I just decided to come up with something and try it. 
That's with okay. all my characters. Uh, some, I guess some of uh, my personality rubs off on them because of my writing, but I didn't set out to make them like me or anybody that I know. Okay, cool. How about you, Jen? Um, I guess my personality is split between um, Savril and Ryla, the extremes of both. <laughs> so I'm a little bit of a neat freak. I'm a little bit bossy. Um, and Angela says I'm very much Vulcan <laughs> in the way that I, I conduct myself, but I don't know if that's true because I can't really hold a temper very well. But... Um, <laughs> Let's see what else. Ryla is is a lot like me because I'm a very outdoorsy person and I can also, um, I don't like to argue with people. Like, she's very anti-confrontation. Um, mm-hmm. But I also, I tried, I think I'm a pretty nice person. I get along with most people. <laughs> but yeah, I do have a temper and if you cross me, I try hard not to get in your face. But sometimes it just comes out. So, so yeah, they're pretty okay. much like me, except um, Savril's a little more, uh, I would say, logical and smart, and I wish I was more uh, logical. I'm mm-hmm. I'm an artist, so a little I'm a little more um, creative than I am um, book smart. But anyway, All right, cool. How about you, King Linkster? Um. My character is mostly Figment, my imagination, but there is some basis off me that I use first character. That's okay. the main thing with him. Cool. Eric? As far as similarities between him and me go, there really aren't all that many. Uh, I just have a fondness for uh, for Klingons and big Next Generation fan, big fan of Worf, so I decided to make a character kind of like Worf, but uh, not exactly. Yeah. Cool. Rick? I, I think I am a figment of my own. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Okay, so for, for both of my characters, um, I think Counselor Margon has a, a little bit of me in there. I, I like music, and I like to have fun and laugh, and I like to talk to people. So I kind of thought it would be fun to be a counselor, and so I kind of... Part of it is me. On the other hand, um, I think Counselor Margon's a little bit more bold than I would be in real life. And... Uh, He's kind of cool. Now, on the flip side, Jadan, I'm nothing like Jadan at all. So that's kind of fun to write from that perspective. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah. Yeah, and you're not blue. Well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> this morning I was a little blue, but it, the sunshine came out. I feel a lot better now. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> all right, how about you, Meds? Oh, um, split, I'd say. Uh, I don't think I'd like to be 100% like Joseph, especially when he's in a, a bad mood earlier on in the stories, but um, yeah, I think part of me, yeah, definitely, definitely I am him to a certain point in the laid-back attitude. He, do, he is quite laid-back when he's in a, in a good mood like he's at the moment, but when he loses <laughs> his temper, yeah, he's, he definitely sees a, a bit of a red mist. Um, I suppose that he's also a little bit like me. I tend to snap, but it takes a lot for me to get wound up, so yeah, yeah. I think there is a little bit to him, but I kind of like... Um, keep that well away from myself I think with Joseph I wouldn't want to be 100% like that man yeah <laughs> very cool as as for Quinn I would say that I'm I think like most of you you know parts of you obviously go into your character I think I'm very level headed for the most part and I definitely do take charge being in charge of a post production facility so I I feel like I do captain the crew that I work with 
And I let a lot of things roll off my back like Quinn does. Um, I don't anger easily. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'm probably more like Quinn than most of you guys are to your characters. But uh, Took, on the other hand, is uh, – he's I guess he's another part of me also, just – Quiet and and shy and you know obviously I didn't have the past that he's had, but uh, yeah so uh, there you go. All right so we're going to discuss uh, season six. What did everyone think of it? Uh, let's start. I, do should we go in order? Or should we just discuss? I am a diplomat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, that intro rocks. It's good, yeah, huh? It rocks. I liked it. Yeah, thank you all for helping who contributed. Um, the first time I heard that, I was yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's start. Um, what should we start with, Jen? Discussing the season, the past season. And yeah, season six. What are we gonna call this season? What are we gonna call it? I have no idea. I, I was thinking like something like infected. Oh, you mean oh, season, the... season five? Uh, oh, see, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on, Rick. Get with it. Seven. Season six is what we're I'm discussing back. now. Oh, okay. The introduction okay. of the Arabella. I'm uh, thinking about recording the whole thing. That's uh, the other season. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It, yeah, yeah. Home again or something. So, what do you guys think of the new ship? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Cool. The Intrepid's a cool, cool design. Yeah. Yeah. I think Chris did a great job of putting together his information on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that is a really detailed information shit. I couldn't believe that when I read that. It That's was just page after page after page of detail. Yeah. Very detailed. He likes his techie stuff. <laughs> it only makes me a little bit nervous, though, because I'm thinking now, what if I don't remember one of those parts and I start writing into something different? But it's all right. Correct me if I get off track. Yeah, I kind of did that when I wrote that my character got onto the transporter, and I, I just carried in, he got to the transporter, and off he went, and I suddenly realized, ooh, how many of these, you know, transporter bays are there, and have I just beamed I him somewhere totally wrong, you know? <laughs> you guys don't need to really worry about that. I mean, the the, the tech specs are there for your guys to, to check out, but little little things like that obviously are, are going to happen, and I don't think it's a huge deal if you're transporting on, you know, the wrong transporter pad, or it doesn't exist, or... Well, it just... is if you late shift for security, Kenny. I'm not having any late people on my shift, mate. <laughs> I, w- I would be curious to see, though, once we all get on the ship, whose quarters are next to whose quarters, and, and it'd be kind of fun to find that out. So Yeah. You didn't really, you know, like in the other, in the shows on TV, you really didn't catch where they lived until later. I mean, later on in the seasons, they started establishing where, you know, where they were geographically on the ship. And mm-hmm. and then you kind of got to, you know, you knew that Worf was close to Deanna's quarters and, and so on and so forth. So, Did uh, you really? I say I had no idea that anyone was near anybody. Yeah, they're yeah. like next door neighbors almost. But Picard yeah, had to yeah, take very... a turbo lift to get to her quarters. <laughs> But, yeah, but, but we only learned that in All Good Things, which was the last episode. So it's like, yep. well, yeah, that's true. But captains are always on a different level than the crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are special. We are special. <laughs> well, you know, if that, if that level gets taken out, the captain has to survive. So that's right. So they put you in the, the bunker level. <laughs> no, I never understood that. They put me on an outside, so I'm on the outside of the ship. So a, bo- a missile or a photon can. Hit that and take out the captain, no problem. Yeah, so oh, yeah you right. think they put the uh, the bridge in the I middle know. of the ship somewhere? Yeah, not on the top of the saucer section. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they put it there. <laughs> you guys, 
aim the phasers at the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> they put it there to show that we weren't warlike. They're like, yeah, oh, we're gonna put. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's supposed to be exploration. But but if you have yep. to be a hostile alien race, pick us off, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, season six, I thought it went really well. We had several new people, uh, Meds being one of them, who who joined in. I think we had like five or six new characters, and they seemed to mesh really well with 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 mm-hmm. us. For, it was fun. Am I yeah. the only newbie here? Am I? You're the only newbie. Yep. Hey. Yeah, that's why you're chief <laughs> security officer. Yeah, you see. I pick them. Yeah, you keep your nose in there when you get far. That's right. <laughs> Feel safe in your hands. <laughs> I'm not saying any more about my hands. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we better be careful. Huh? <laughs> I think the season was fun because we got to know the the characters on a more casual level, mm-hmm. and, and we got to kind of get a, a lot of backstory was filled in with everybody and get to know them. It just it really deepened, I think, what we can do in next season because of now we know the personalities and kind of what they've been working on. Yeah they've been interacting with and it really makes the characters come alive so yeah i think a lot of a lot of people develop their characters over that missing year a lot of stuff happened to them you know like dr peterson getting married and you know certain yeah he did a really good job with that i thought yeah really improved yeah so i mean you know like margon margon's now the whole hollow technology is his big thing Mm -hmm. so a lot of people advanced their character even though it was only like a month real time you know over that year you know we all did leaps and bounds which was really nice and we can always still refer to that year too you know yes going further and in, in some of our cases we all set we set some storylines that can happen in the future yes. as a result of what we've now and that that will be really fun as the as the next seasons unfold to see how does the, how do those things from way back when when we were working on this or that yeah that's uh, what I like about yeah. You guys are like planting little seeds that can, you know, blow up suddenly in season eight or nine or seven, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of. I mean, I think everybody kind of has a little bit something going on in their past that can come back and bite them. Yeah, there are a lot of really interesting side stories going on. It, a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that was one thing that came out of season six. I have to say one of the best. Uh, storylines though I really enjoyed Eric the storyline of uh, being on the Klingon ship uh, that was the best yeah and it was just great I felt like I was back watching TNG again and it's like yeah it's a Klingon episode cool <laughs> alright thanks man <laughs> yeah, thank you I appreciate it it was good it was really detailed too especially like Gawk. describing how to transport and yeah eating Gok live Gok and Gok is always best when served live <laughs> Oh, yeah. My favorite line from the Klingon episode of TNG. <laughs> yeah, it was very cool. Yeah. I'm not sure how canon correct any of that stuff was, but I kind of just took some liberties and made up some stuff. That's fine. No one's going to know except Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use that disruptor. <laughs> So, so is everyone cool with the new uniforms? Boy, yeah. that's a, that's over my head. The ones we've been, what have we been? Like we discussed those on the forum, right? Yeah. <laughs> really, it's been in. I guess we posted pictures a couple of seasons ago of yeah, the we, um, Star Trek online concept art and the uniforms that were for that. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like them. I've never seen those before, actually. 
Yeah, I, I never saw them until Chris posted them. So I thought they were pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe maybe somebody could maybe one of you the one of our wonderful moderators could um, like bring that thread up to the front so we can see them. It again. should be up on top. Well, yeah, part the of the Arabella, the Arabella. Maybe I should just be looking at them right now. Should. <laughs> yeah, I gotta admit, at first they kind of struck me as being kind of superhero-y, but uh, they've grown on me. I'm, I'm liking them now. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, everything's gonna be evolving, and we're evolving past the TV series now because obviously there's no more new Trek of the future. So we're just trying to bring things, advance things slowly. Um, and we just thought new uniforms would be cool. And plus, you know, how often do you guys really talk about your uniforms in the show, uh, in your writing? Not often. I mean, it's just more of a visual thing than than anything. It's not like you describe your uniform in detail. So yeah. we're just trying to make the story more, you know, like like with the whole description of where everything is on the ship and just to kind of give you guys a better idea of what's going on. It doesn't play a huge part in storytelling. Storytelling is about the characters, about what's happening at the moment. Unless you uh, like gave us all the uniforms from the first season of TNG, and then we'd be pulling them down all the time. True. <laughs> Always got to straighten your tunic. Yeah, straighten our tunic. That's it. I, I did hear that in somebody's. Uh, I read that. In I think that was mine. Quinn always does the yeah. thing. He always. I've done it. Yeah. Too. Always stand and pull. If there's, you gotta have to have some nervous tick to be <laughs> doing right. with your hand. So. That's right. All right, cool. So, um, anything about else about season six? You want to say anything? Dislikes? Like? Great. I mean, all the new posters are putting up some really great, really great storylines. I mean, they've all done a great job, and I've enjoyed reading all of them. Cool. And just so you guys know, if we don't choose your idea, doesn't mean we didn't like it. it just means we like something better. <laughs> in other words, oh, nice. don't feel bad. Diplomacy in action. <laughs> yes. It also doesn't um, doesn't mean we won't use it either. I mean, it can be scaled down to a B story, or it could obviously be another season. Um, this season, just to let you guys know, I know Jen and I have discussed it. We do want exploration. <laughs> we don't want another virus. We don't want to be attacked or you know, in a battle. Ship, yeah. We Ship. want exploration. We're heading to the Beta Quadrant. That's our mission. That's good. Technically, we were going to make it like a five-year mission, but we'll see how that goes. Can I jump in with a quick question? Yes. I want to show my my uh, Trek. Geekiness. Guess, uh, no, lack of lack of geekiness. Oh, is okay. My, my my lack of knowledge on some areas. Okay, I know the uh, the Alpha Quadrants where the Federation is. The uh, the Gamma Quadrant is where the Dominion comes from, right? Yes. The uh, the Delta Quadrant was is where uh, Voyager was. Yes. What's what is the uh, the Beta Quadrant? Is that actually the Beta Quadrant? You want to answer this, Chris? I know you know more. Yeah. The Federation the is Federation... part half of it in Beta Quadrant. Yeah, the Federation is both Alpha and Beta. It's straddled between the two, but the uh, Klingons and the Romulans are Beta Quadrant. Okay, gotcha. We're just going further out. We're actually going to the unexplored part of the Beta Quadrant. So. Well, that sounds cool. We can do anything. Yeah, I mean, we we can meet aliens that we've never met before. We can totally make up anything we want. The, fe- the Federation has two uh, sections of uh, 
space in the Beta Quadrant. They have their neutral zone with the Romulans, and it brushes the Klingon Empire. And then if you pass Romulan and Klingon Empires, there's another section of the Federation that's not even connected to it. So... The last... The last frontiers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm Sounds so glad you cool. asked that question, Eric, because uh, I was going to ask that one, but I just didn't have the guts to come up with that one. <laughs> well, me, personally, I always thought... Like you, Eric, that the Alpha Quadrant was the Federation and everybody. But if you look at, there's a really cool map that I mean, it's a really detailed map. It's on the forums actually, and it splits it and it shows you the Gamma, Beta, uh, Delta quadrants, and it has like each little planet in it, and it shows specifically where where the split is and what's in what, and it's a really great. I'll see if I can bring it up to the top of the. It is really cool. Red needs to be a sticky. Yeah, unfortunately, when you post it to the forums, it's small, so I actually have a larger version of it that I can uh, email you guys if you guys want it. Um, it's really cool. It's a really cool It's a fold-out map type thing. I have the Star Charts book, too, on PDF if anyone wants it. Oh, that's cool, too. So, so yeah, anyways, I'd like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, so that's our that's our idea, uh, idea right now is to head out to the Beta Quadrant. We want to explore... Um, and where do we want to go? What do you guys want to do? Do we want to hit a wormhole? I know people talk about doing the Mirror Universe. Um, oh, well, I think the Mirror Universe would be so much fun. Yeah, you're not kidding. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I know that's been talked about for the past few seasons, doing a Mirror well, Universe. One, one, because, Kitty, you said that you're not too sure if you could do Queen Bad, so yeah. that's, purely for, that's my vote, just to see you like Queen Bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, not everyone's bad in the mirror universe. They're not total opposites. Oh, I, I can't wait to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So, mirror universe. Yeah, that's. I've always wanted to play Margon as a sociopath, so this ought to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could see Margon as something wow. like American Psycho. That'd be really good, Rick. You know. Yeah. Oh, I can't see that. I can. Well, don't you remember when um, Phlox was the evil doctor? Yes. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah, always that. torturing his pets and stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. So anyways, let's discuss Season 7 or and beyond. What do you guys see? What do you want to see in, in future stories? One thing I think would be really cool would be to, to discover a new race. And, I mean, it'd be fun to make up a new alien race and mm-hmm. interact with them. I thought that might be just one idea. Maybe, maybe a, a race that has intentionally hidden itself, um, and we kind of stumble upon them, or something happens, and we. Okay. Know, Are they gonna be like xenophobic? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should avoid the xenophobia thing. Okay. All right. Kind of been fun, hasn't it? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we discover. Maybe we discover some ruins or something, and we and several start looking at it and. And realizes, hey, I don't think we've ever seen anything like this before. You know, so on and so forth. Okay. That leads us to some cool new place. All right, I heard someone so, say first right. contact. This is safe here. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to I. I was kicking around an idea of, that's similar to that, where um, they've discover a, a, a civilization that had been recently ruined, maybe by an asteroid or by self annihilation, and in studying and mapping the civilization they discover survivors just a handful of survivors who were possibly maybe prisoners who were in a um penal colony mining underneath the surface and so they were spared 
So that would be cool. Wow. That was one of my ideas, but it'd be awesome. And one of them would have a red shirt and uh, like a sailor. <laughs> Another one would be blue with a rotund. And, and oh, I'm sorry, that's a different show. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I really do like that idea, though, Dan. That's awesome. All right. I'm just writing this stuff down, so. Anybody else? Anything? Were you no. going to say something, Meds? <clears throat> uh, no. <laughs> I thought I, I, oh, my, I cut somebody off. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's, there's all sorts of other ideas. I mean, we, I mean, there's there's always the old Tell me. to a distress call, you know, and, and try to help somebody or or come to the aid of, of you know, somebody that's having a problem or whatever and, you know, do that kind of thing. But uh, I, I really love the idea of discovering maybe a new alien race or... or so a first contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of fun. I think that's fun because it's it, we get to make up something different and unique and... Mm-hmm. Maybe in that we obviously in any story you've got to have conflict and yeah if it's going to be a decent story so maybe within that we find out you know what part of their race um, are the not so great people to get along with and those that or maybe they have a problem that we have to help them overcome I don't know be fun yeah that's good I had a rough idea of, of maybe you know in uh, in past episodes. Uh, they go to a planet that is not very good, or there's danger there, so they put like a warning beacon out. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It'd be cool maybe if we suddenly come across a warning beacon, and you, wherever it's come from, we it could even come from maybe Starfleet. You think, well, how did that get there? And do you go in and investigate that planet, even though that you you know you shouldn't go down and get no, a warning not beacon? To. Well, that's, yeah. that's true. I mean, we could always do like a warning beacon, but then we find life signs or we find something that. Well, yeah, or like a, an emergency call. Yeah, and makes us want to go down there. You know, it would be interesting. I don't know if any of you – I mean, I know we've all watched a lot of the different episodes of Star Trek, but it might be interesting to go back and think of different places that warning beacons were put out on. Yeah, I wrote that down, series. old episodes to follow up on. Right, and then – and actually go back there because some of the stuff you thought, I wonder what it would be like when we get back there and follow up on them. Like that one like – the, like the actual episode of First Contact, not the movie, but the episode in TNG. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, someday down the line, maybe we'll be friends again. Maybe it'll be time for us to establish relationship again or, uh, you know, different stuff like that. Go back and check on, you know, because I know we put like Worf's brothers people on a planet mm-hmm. and we never followed up on that. We never saw what happened to that, so on and so forth. There's all sorts of like loose ends mm-hmm. that could be tied up or, or could be give us a, a whole opportunity for another whole storyline. So Yeah, we did that with the Akamarians, like yeah, the second true. season. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, what was it, uh, steak all, uh, uh, what did, uh, Riker say about her cooking? Utah, what was her name? The lady that could touch people and they died out of the clan. Oh, oh I don't remember. Utah, Utah, or eggs all a Utah, or whatever. <laughs> you remember that? I remember that. that was, no. What episode was that? Only in your head, Rick. No, it's there, I really do. Don't <laughs> 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 Yeah, they had that, the, uh, the Akamarian leader, uh, not the Akamarian leader, but the, the leader from the planet was quite the uh, not very nice lady. Yeah, she but, was wicked. Yeah, I do remember that. Was she reminded me of a Disney uh, a Disney uh, villain lady. Uh huh. <laughs> Poor unfortunate soul. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, is anyone interested in doing like uh, time traveling? Not yet. Not yet. Just a minute. Let me check with myself in the future. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about wormholes? Mm. 
Only we can get back. Oh yeah, so no one wants to like be away from the Federation or out of contact with the Federation. But you can no, be out of contact. Sort of void, isn't it? Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's like what I'm to... saying. I mean, do we want to like be in an unknown part of space and have to? Unknown is fine as long as we have a way back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to the parts of the Vader quadrant that are unknown to us. So. Yeah. And we're kind of covering that. Okay. We're... Maybe maybe that would be a really deep, a cool part of it. I mean, if we really do want to get back to, instead of shooting our laser beams and photon torpedoes and everything, maybe if we want if we really want to get back to exploration, I think it would be awesome if Starfleet commissioned us to go and, to, and, and just look at those areas that haven't been charted yet in the Vader quadrant. Yeah. Haven't been, been um, yeah, I call it. All right. I mean, that was my. That's our intention. I think is to. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Go out and explore. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, Vulcans are part of the Beta Quadrant too. And we're already there. Yeah, there we go. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that opens up a lot of possibilities. We might run into some race or something that the Vulcans might know about, but maybe didn't let the Federation know about because of some reason or other. And yeah, that would give a. An opening for several's character to kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Now, what, what was that? That through. whole section that was in the Enterprise series that the Zindis were part of. Oh, the, the expanse. expanse. The Expanse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, where is the Expanse? I'm assuming it's in. Is it in the Vulc? I mean, let in Beta Quadrant. Let me look. I think it is. Let me look because uh, the Alki or Alki or whatever the guy with the people with the two little things on the left and right side of the heads <laughs> at the NXO one yeah. met. They're in the beta quadrant, so I don't know where. I mean, because you know, it's like it's like the expanse. What did it, did it disappear? Because it's only in Enterprise. Yeah, it disappeared. They broke in the third season. They disabled it and broke. Did it down. they? That's okay. I thought they they got rid of it. That's what explain why it's not. Where are the Where are the Badlands? Badlands are over in uh, where Deep Space Nine is. Alpha Quadrant is the Badlands yeah. and Kardashian. Briar Patch oh, is Beta Quadrant. The Briar Patch, yes, we know that from um, that's the direction. direction. The Gorn. Lizard people. <laughs> the Gorn. I just, I, I, I had to say that was so cool when I was watching the remastered version and the Gorn blinked. That was so cool. <laughs> Years he just had that those those great mesh eyes and then all of a sudden he blinked. It was so cool. And speaking of the Gorn, what about the Gorn on that uh, Enterprise episode? With the, uh, oh, yeah, the yeah. yeah, that was so awesome. That, that was, was pretty great. That was cool. Was. I didn't think it was Gorny at all. I mean, corny at all. I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, are there any more suggestions, Chris? Did you have one? Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm still I'm still working on a couple ideas, but uh, yeah, I, I think exploration or uh, first contact will work the best for the season. Okay. Yeah, that was one of my original ideas for the season was first contact, and I thought that maybe that would be the Arabella's primary mission, mm-hmm. was just to go on first contact, you know, assignments, mm-hmm. and uh, or seek out first contacts. But it, I guess it would kind of limit us on what we could do after that but uh, you know we could trip across other you know storylines along the way doesn't mean that we'd always have to do that okay does anybody have any um suggestions of what we meet first contact wise 
Mm. <laughs> Anything? Mm. Should they be a hostile race? Or should they be? You know, I mean, cause obviously we have to we have to go down and and fill them out first. We're not just going to show up and you know they have to have warp capabilities. That, that might be to infiltrate, you know, and, and be part of their culture before, like... Yeah. You know, that's how yeah. Or put an outpost or a listening outpost there or something. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, one of my favorite Enterprise episodes was the one where they they went back to the... Um, there was some type of world where they were kind of in the Renaissance uh-huh. era. Do you oh, remember that yeah. one? Was that on and Enterprise? They, uh-huh, that was an Enterprise yeah. one. And there was another one where I don't remember... If it was Voyager, I think it was Voyager, where the the um, planet that they were studying was in a whole different. Li- I mean, yeah, I like that episode of Voyager, the one that's the Earth, the planet was spinning super fast. Yeah, and so they witnessed from the dawn of time. To yeah, their um, I guess did they, they destroy themselves or? No, well, they, they thought made, that Voyager they, was like a god or something. Yeah, because it's been stuck. Voyager in the- was causing the earthquakes and everything. Yeah, yeah. Orbit. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really good. So maybe if we did something like that where we have to infiltrate, you know, maybe it's not as advanced as we are and they haven't quite they're they're a long ways from developing warp to- warp technology, but we find them interesting and we're just All right, so okay, so then we wouldn't have first contact cuz we obviously wouldn't Right. We wouldn't right. We, we might expose ourselves to them. Exactly. Or, or you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe we have like an MP yeah, maybe we have an NPC that decides he wants to uh, leave the Federation and, and, and stay there. Yes. And we have this situation where they disappear and we have to find them. That'd be really fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, we could do that. We can also do maybe the Federation already sent a team to this planet to, like you said, to meld in with the with the civilization. And we and we lost contact with them. It'd be all like the Riker story on TNG. Mm-hmm. How about like kind of like a Apocalypse Now kind of a story where someone gets lost among this population and decides to make themselves like a, a deity or something, and you have to go and right. retrieve them. See, I, yeah, yeah, that would be cool too. Like the Marlin's going to be able to make that though. Yeah, that was the TOS. I don't, I don't, I don't think Marlin Brando is going to be able to go. Yeah, I don't think so. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We're going to discover... I, I, that's it. We're going to discover the planet of the American Idol. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all have to perform uh, it. Yeah, this will be great. That sounds like a Twilight <laughs> Zone episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to the city of Paul Abdul. <laughs> Everyone's happy here. But I digress. (laughs) Well, we also discussed maybe starting off the season with a holodeck scene. Because in, I guess, in another thread, we we decided we needed, like, a holodeck hangout that would repeatedly be used throughout the seasons as a place where we would go unwind together. And we voted and decided it would be like a Camelot program. And so Kenny and, and Chris and I were talking about the possibility of starting out the season where everyone is, you know, um, visiting that program and possibly, you know, learning about their mission afterwards or on their way or maybe they're on the way to their mission as they're doing this. Yeah, that's like what something, like it, a comedy it, relief it, section that we would do. That'd be cool. 
Yeah. We could see uh, maybe a cameo or two by uh, Dennis and, and uh, the Aurora. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Yeah, we figured we'd do this in the travel time, because obviously we're, you know, wherever we're traveling to may take a while to get there. So mm-hmm. that be very you know, cool. we have to go outside Federation space, so it's not like sure, you just... Huh? In the first season, you went to Iconia, right? Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah, and we lost the captain. Yeah, I was checking. Don't want to go back. Oh, Gilbert, Gilbert, you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard that. Uh, I heard that, um, that. Hey, Mads, that you record? Did you record some stuff? He did, and he did an excellent job. Yeah, yeah I haven't got to listen to it yet. I, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Jen kindly sent me some uh, some lines, and I uh, I read them. I think it was a couple of days ago, wasn't it, Jen? Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I sent close. them to you, Rick. Yeah, you sent them to Rick and Chris. I, I haven't got to listen to them yet. Yeah, I feel really bad because I left them at my computer at work. But I'm going oh. down there today after this, so I'll <laughs> listen to them. <laughs> They're very good. I'm looking forward to the dramatization. Yeah, at some point we should probably decide what the heck happened to Captain Bill. Yeah, well, like another another season, maybe a story for another season. Yeah, I mean, but, we could make it simple as you know, we get a communique and find out what happened to him. Or we could have a whole season where we're rescued by an unknown entity, and then we find out it's Captain, Captain Bell saved by the bell. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, that story just does kind of ring a bell with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so holodeck thing. So, are we gonna do? Do y'all like that idea? Should we? Yeah, or I think save that's that great. for another. Okay. Okay. I think that's fun. So we'll work on. Yeah, I think it's a cool side store. I think it's cool. Yeah. Eventually, it would be good to do a season where there is an obligatory stuck in the holodeck storyline. That's right. We gotta have one of those. Yes. And and the safety precautions are down and. Yeah, we have to have a crazy holodeck story. So we need a holodeck story, the mirror universe story, first contact story. The question is, which one do we do this season? Yes, in the Saved by the Bell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'll affectionately term it that. We don't have to call that, obviously. That would be really cool. I do like that idea. How about a a first contact in the mirror universe story? (laughs) Nice. And, and oh, wouldn't it be cool if we did that? And then at the end of the story, we flip into to our our actual time, and we see the race. But of course, they're completely different. Right. And, and so yeah. Instead really of conquering cool. them, we're making them yeah. our friends. Now the question so is, how will we handle the perspective? Is somebody getting tossed to the mirror universe, or good? Is good it just going? Or I think, or maybe it could be a cool story about overcoming prejudice because we don't like them in the alternate universe but when we come into the other one we still carry the grudge over but they don't deserve it that would be really cool i mean not cool but you know what I, mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean that's not cool yeah you yeah. just want to be like, evil margon yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> like chris said i guess one of us would have to go into the mirror universe mm-hmm. and then, or we could yeah. do that old we could, copy, we could copy the uh, the TOS episode and just like have some, well, maybe the ships flip trade positions. The uh, the bad Arabella comes to the regular universe and our ship goes to the mirror universe. Yeah, if, that, if, if that way we wouldn't be able to play our bad counterparts. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Because they would be in our universe. So I think it'd be better if just maybe one or two characters went to the mirror universe and met. Encountered all the count, Yeah, the counterparts. So, the, uh, which I would volunteer for Quinn because I can't play Quinn bad. So if Quinn went to the what if it was universe, What if it was Eric James? I mean, he he's the one that comes. He is in time. Like, that's right. Technology and ta- time travel and stuff like that. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. What well, What about if we do the mirror universe and whoever whatever character goes down there, somebody else writes the character of the evil version of him just for that oh, little bit. <laughs> because then against like Kenny, because if you said you couldn't write uh, a bad version of, of Quinn, maybe if like. Jen or, or, or someone. <laughs> oh, I'm sure anyone else could. could. Yeah. yeah. Just for the just for the mirror universe bit. That would be so funny. <laughs> they all take on each other's characters, write bad versions of them, <laughs> <laughs> and then we can label each other. I'm bad boy Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I can make special banners for the season when we do do the uh, evil universe. <laughs> they did on Enterprise for so the opener, right? That was yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was cool. That was cool. I was like, yes. Uh-huh. You'll have to make us a, an intro, um, Rick. A diff- an like, an evil one. intro, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess we're leading towards Mirror Universe. <laughs> well, that was quick. We went from first contact <laughs> to Mirror Universe. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be this season, but I think that'd be a great. That's story. true. Yeah. yeah. One, one, one thing we might want to investigate is the Metron from uh, Arena. Metron. Oh, yeah. I'm like Metron. Isn't that like a game, an arcade game? Uh, no, it was the uh, the race of yeah, it was the race of uh, long-lived people from Arena that kidnapped Kirk and the Gorn, and they and they and they bid on them and did betting and everything and five something for them, the ripped shirt captain. Yeah. Yeah, and their space is in the Beta Quadrant next to Gorn's space. Okay. Yeah, they were like the, the Q kind of people, weren't they? I don't know how what? powerful they were. They were the gladiator ones, is that right? The it, scene where no, the throngs, throngs or something like that? I know yeah, they no, I think that's a different episode. I know they I kidnapped Kirk and the Gorn to fight. Yeah. Oh, okay. that one. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I don't know much about TOS, so. Yeah, they were like a, they were a benevolent race, I guess, and they were just trying to. I mean, they were tired of the Gorns and the humans fighting, so they said, okay, well, here you settle your 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 business right here now. I think that's how the episode went down. Yeah, something like that. They don't. There's not much information about them at all, which is a good mm-hmm. thing. But they're like one of the most long-lived races in Trek history, next to like the. Elalorians and the others. Yeah. So. Cool. Fascinating. Well, we have plenty of ideas. We just have to. I have a tech question. Could I, could I ask sure. that? Probably would spoil all Chris. With, with the transporter stuff, um, can you go outside the transporter bay, like on um, Voyager with the Doctor, and he was able to walk around? You know, it, can, is that happening with this ship or not? With the holograms, oh. yeah, we have holograms yeah. all over yeah. the ship. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, so they get cool. Except for the counselor's office. Oh, I mean, we have hollow minnows everywhere. We just don't have cameras in the counselor's office. Right. Right. Yeah. But what about? I mean, Rory and Dennis have the hollow whatever things, it was. Yeah. yeah, portable devices that allows them to go off 
if they want to be caught. Oh, of course, Orbs. yeah. There was some type Bobble of orb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The orb of a mission. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. But yeah, the whole ship is wired. Awesome. Alright, is there anything else for... The hollow character Anything else for Season 7? More suggestions? Are we going to call... Okay, now, this, uh, this is a technical question from the bartender um, from Japan, and that would be um, on, on a lot of the ships they have... We did five forward for the last one. That's my dog, by the way. Hello, Tess. <laughs> anyway, um, on, the, on the, the... Like the regular starships and stuff, they, had, they named the, the place where they drank and everything and ate something. On Voyager, they only called it the yeah. mess hall. That I can was, see. So yeah. is, is this going to be a mess hall? Well, we actually have two ship? places. We have... Yeah, two we do. Places? Yes, we have where we eat. We have the which is mess hall, it's the front of the ship, and then we have the lounge, which is where we socialize at the back of the ship. I didn't know that. This is news we to me. Read the text You know the episodes where they're playing uh, Kauto right. and things like that in yeah. uh, Voyager. That's the that's lounge. That's the same place. I didn't realize no, that. that. Well, that's the lounge. Well, the <laughs> that's why it has all yeah. those windows. They are connected then, or? We're totally right. No. Okay, you learn a new thing. No, they're completely day. opposite sides of the ship. One's in front, one's okay. in The lounge is at the back of the ship, and the mess hall is at the front. And because yeah. everybody has replicators in their room, the mess hall is just an extra social place to gather and eat as a group. I see. Yeah, because the lounge has that really cool piano in it. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's, that I think, where Jajan will brilliant. hang out. Jajan will be the bartender in the lounge, yes. He won't be the... The cook in the in the mess hall. I don't really want to be Neil's no. too. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we I don't even think we would have a chef. We'll, we have all replicators, so. Are we still having no, synth? We do have a working kitchen oh, in the lounge, but uh, there there's crew people that are you know signed on to do those things like cook. Right. Like, right. So we can have buffalo. Nice. Yep. I think sticks. we should name the lounge something interesting because I cringe every time I type lounge. I'm so boring. Well, we'll bring your lounge chair to the lounge. <laughs> lounge around. I'd like a. a okay, well, we can call it something. We'll come up with something. Yeah, it'd be cool if the name somehow honored the uh, Tiberius. Oh, that would be good. That would be cool. I like that. The tea room. The tea room. The tea room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> Posters all over the ship tonight at the tea room. <laughs> oh, so in concert on piano. It has one of the I'm second cool views on the ship. That's right. Does it really? It has the back end of the ship. Yeah. But you still get to see starscapes and planets. The best That's view is in Quinn's quarters. And who gets to, who gets to see that? <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> All right, cool. So, yeah, we'll come up. If you guys have suggestions for the name of the lounge, maybe we'll do a poll of what we want to call it. That's really weird you guys say that because I, I really – I was hoping that we would have had time to develop. I really liked what um, Iceman came up with that, that restaurant called The Captain's Chair. Uh-huh. That's a really cool idea, and then I kind of described it in there, but we never really got to spend any time there. Not, yeah. Not well, you can always recreate it on the holodeck. 
That'd be kind of fun too. I was thinking. You know, maybe be like Vic Vontaine's. It'd be like a yeah, a local hangout for everybody. A a reminder of Earth. I've got you. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You could be the hollow performer. Yeah. You can come up with the character. Okay, cool. Alright, so um I think that's about it for season seven discussion. We have some good ideas. We just have to Jen and I have to sit down and, and figure out which one we're gonna choose. And we trust you. We trust you, our faithful moderators. Yes. That that's nice to say. <laughs> yeah. I think you guys are great. You do a great job. <laughs> they do. Yeah. All right. So yeah, how? Well done, well done. Thank you. So thank you, Chris, for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. No problem, King Linkster. Sure thing. Rick. You are entirely welcome. I <laughs> love every minute. Of it. Meds. It's been an absolute pleasure. Eric. My pleasure, and Auf Wiedersehen. And of course, uh, my counterpart, Jen. You're welcome. Well, I guess. <laughs> I always have fun. So so let's do our final little thing, Jen. So this is Kenny. And this is Jen. Hailing frequencies close. Actually, we should all say it. Yeah. All right. So everyone, I'm going to say one, two, three, and everyone say hailing frequencies close. All right? One, two, three. Hailing, hailing frequencies, frequencies close. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Whoa. One, two, three. Take a breath and then say it. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three. Hailing frequencies close. All right. That's, that's good enough. Purpose. 